shall we get started? I guess we should. Um, I'm Ben Goldsmith of Bulletin Capital, and today I'm talking to Robin Waters, who's just dropped in, he's dropping into our uh, HQ for the That's morning. That's how I roll. That's <laughs> how he rolls. He's rolling through at the moment, on the way to the Europas. You're yes. going to the Europas this Correct. evening. And as, um, as am I, and as Robin is here... I thought it would be interesting to get a different perspective on London Tech Week, because as we all know, it's London Tech Week this week, and there's been lots of celebratory stuff almost written in, uh, the London titles, you know, your evening standards, city AMs, etc. But Robin has a rather a uniquely European perspective on things, being the editor and co-founder of TechEU. And he also had lots of experience elsewhere, he'd written for The Next Wave and TechCrunch, tech is that right? Correct. Uh, and done a few other 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 bits and bobs too. So a, I'd say Robin knows what he's knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so he's a guy whose uh, opinion I think would be interesting to gauge on. Um, I think if you just read if you just read those English London titles over the last few days, you'd be forgiven for thinking that London is pretty much. Uh, the only place in Europe doing stuff with tech. And I mean, London's doing a good job, but what would you say, Robin? How, how does uh, London relate to the rest of Europe? Um, what is London's position in, that, in the kind of European tech continent at the moment? Thanks, Ben, for having me, um, first of all. Um, so just to add a little bit of context, um, in addition to what you've just said, is that our company is actually based here in London. So we're actually a UK tech company. Myself, I'm actually based in Brussels and I travel around Europe quite a lot, meaning uh, Europe, not the European Union only, but also Russia, Israel, you know. Um, and it does give me kind of a good perspective, Not, I, would, I wouldn't say unique, but it gives me some perspective on what goes on and, and how these ecosystems relate to one another. Um, and in that sense, I, I do have to say that on the one hand, London is absolutely the leader when it comes to technology startup ecosystem in Europe, I think they're pretty much the most developed. They're, they're far ahead of um, anyone else in terms of the, the capital that's available here, the, the concentration of um, you know, financial industry, media, advertising, um, simply mind-blowing. Um, huge companies coming out of London, um, huge potential in terms of early-stage startups. Um, so there's no question that London is a very, very still promising, still growing, still maturing, but definitely one of the leading ecosystems in Europe. On the other hand, I will say that the media, which is typically very, very much based here in London, um, tends to focus a little bit too much on the London tech scene and tries to draw these comparisons between London and Berlin or London versus, or Europe versus Silicon Valley or, or London versus New York. And I think these kind of discussions are a little bit outdated they're not necessary, they're not productive. Um, so I keep hoping that these media that tend to cover um, startups from a very London perspective time open their minds and their eyes a little bit more to what goes on in the rest of Europe. Um, so what would you rather see? There's too much too much focus on London, you think, at the moment. What, what would you rather see? Well, listen, at the end of the day, let, let's take TechCrunch, for example, because we're here for the Europas. Um, brilliant publications, I've worked for, for them um, for quite a few years, so I know what their strengths are. But if you look at TechCrunch Europe, um, which does a phenomenal job of what they do, but they have four writers on staff and all four of them are based in London. So obviously you're going to have a little bit of a London-focused coverage. So you say, not, I don't want to think about TechCrunch. It's, it's basically, it's kind of natural to become more knowledgeable about 
the space that you're actually in. So if you're physically in London, obviously there's more chance that you're going to meet with entrepreneurs and investors here. You'll have a better sense of what goes on. You cannot cover Europe as a whole. Uh, if you're a media company, you can't install or, or have like correspondence in every major city in Europe. It's just impossible. Uh, we try to get around a lot. So it gives us some perspective, but even we don't know what, you know, all the specifics of all the regions uh, in Europe. Um, and it's sort of impossible to do anyway, uh, but at least it's worth trying. So at the moment, I mean, is yeah. you're, you're willing to concede that it's very difficult to cover all of Europe. Because it's very it, difficult. It, it's very challenging. But look at you know, these emerging startup hubs, including um, places like Barcelona, Helsinki, Amsterdam, Paris. You need to travel to these places at least once a year to get a sense of what goes on there. And this is on top of London and Berlin, and then especially Tel Aviv, um, which is sort of a, even in its own category, <laughs> a league of its own, certain certain categories at least. Um, so you need to get around a lot. But then still, you're not going to know what goes on in Eastern Europe just by going to one Eastern European city um, or one conference. You kind of have to keep your ear to the ground. And we rely on a community of um, you know people in the know that are in these regions that are day-to-day operationally, either in startups or investments or as, a, as bloggers. Uh, so we try to keep our ears to the ground uh, for TechEU. But that's how I know that it's challenging. It's very difficult. And of course, these networks aren't something that you can go to one conference and then magically find yourself in the middle of. It takes time. Yeah. I know that, well, speaking on behalf of Bulletin, our investment team, James Wise, is out in Italy at the moment. I know Sam Myers is back and forth to Nordics uh, a lot. Nicola is and Nicola de Bock yeah. in same, and out of Paris all the time. Same, same with journalism. Yeah. If you're an investor in Europe and you don't travel, then you're going to miss out on a heck of a lot of opportunities. And it might be that your fund is focused on the regional level. That's fine. If you have a local startup blog, that's fine. But if you pretend to be an international VC or an international medium, then you cannot stay, you know, just circling around through your your office building. So is that Robin Waters of TechEU bringing the fight to the rest of the tech publications in Europe? Well, I don't want to call it a fight per se. Um, it's just, you know, for us, it's kind of, we didn't have anything like that as readers. So we kind of, we're building it as we go just to kind of scratch our own itch, um, sort of. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that all the other publications are doing a terrible job or that we have to fight them to get anywhere. Um, it's just a, a different way of thinking about covering startups in Europe. Well, that, made, that makes a lot of sense. I think to get, to get back to London, you mentioned earlier on that London, uh, when compared to the rest of the European tech uh, leading cities, I suppose, is at the top of the pile at the moment. So uh, how should London and how does London interact with the rest of Europe? Does with sort of uh, great power come great responsibility? Should it somehow take a leading role? Or what, what's London's obligation in that position? Well, I don't think they have any obligation to anyone. Um, they should just steer their own course. I mean, London is a very international city, per definition. Um, it's very attractive for people to come live. People want to live here in London. It's a, you know, it, it's beautiful. It's fun. It's there's always something going on. Um, at the same time, it's very expensive to live here. It's very expensive to rent office space here. So, as a startup, you kind of have to make the decision for yourself. Uh, even if London is a very appealing city to live in and to work in, do you want to? You know, spend all that extra money instead of staying in Braga, Portugal, just to name one example, um, where you can basically do the same thing that you're doing with your startup at a far, far, you know, a lesser cost. But then you don't have the benefit of serendipitous meetings. You don't have the benefit of having 
you know, a lot of big VCs located in, you know, a few square miles. You don't have the same amount of meetups and, and, and press that you can talk to. So you know, it's kind of a balance that you have to weigh. And a lot of startups in Europe are actually doing um, what I think is interesting is building an office in London and their hometown. Um, sort of um, instead of where they used to go to the U.S. very quickly and open up an office in New York, San Francisco now will often go to uh, places like London or Dublin, uh, which kind of uh, provide a bridge, uh, especially for the English language. Uh, so uh, does world. that uh, almost play to what you were saying earlier on in that comparisons that are often offered of you know London versus Berlin or Europe versus Silicon Valley are unhelpful because the actual method by which startups interact with that is different because exactly. they're not doing exactly. they're not choosing they're saying well we're a company from Braga and then we need an office uh, in London or Dublin so we can interact with the next yeah. step is that is that yeah it's correct I mean find more of I mean Europe in general is um, very easy to travel and and you know, go work in other places. They're very open um, borders in general. Um, so that gives you the opportunity to kind of kind of pick where you want to start your startup. Um, look at the guys who started SoundCloud. They're literally, they're from Sweden, literally made a list of potential places to live and work from. You know, listed the pros and cons of Barcelona, the pros and cons of Berlin. And Berlin came out on top and they just started in Berlin. And now they're called Berlin's success story. It could have been a Barcelona or a London success story. And it's kind of uh, up to you know the different criteria of what people like and what what they think is important. If you, Robin Waters, were starting a startup tomorrow, uh, maybe not tomorrow. If you'd started it a few months ago and you have a team and there's you know a good three or four people around you and you're maybe got your seed funding and you're picking where you need to run that company from, where would you pick in Europe? Uh, difficult question. I, I think it also depends on which which category I'd been in, which stage. Um, but I would probably pick Barcelona because I know the city um, because of the climate. Choice and interesting. So not London. Listen, not it's Berlin. a very it's a very international airport. You can easily get to London. Listen, I'm stealing a quote from Kieran O'Leary. He's an investor at Early Bird in Berlin. Um, but he's basically his argument is that there aren't really different European ecosystem. It's just one giant ecosystem. You just need to get on a plane sometimes. And his argument is if you live in San Francisco and you have to go down to Mountain View and the traffic's you know, pretty rough and early in the morning. It'll take you more time to, to just drive across the Bay Area in San Francisco than to take a plane from London to Berlin. So his argument is that it actually very, the proximity in Europe is actually very, very high compared to even the San Francisco Bay Area. So uh, even though, of course, you know, the individual cities need to be celebrated, London's doing great, Barcelona's doing great, Berlin, etc. cetera, uh, potentially in addition to a London Tech Week, there should be a European Tech Week, celebrating the virtues of this uh, this continent-wide ecosystem. Then the discussion is going to kick off, where do we hold it? Is it <laughs> Brussels, capital of Europe? Or should it be London, because they're so far ahead, in, term, all in certain categories at least? Or should it be Berlin, because it's the emerging, promising, potential next London, if you want to call it that? Um, so then where do you hold it? There could be a European Technology Week, where basically they do events in different cities at the same time. Um, that might be an option. I, ben, you should totally go for it. <laughs> I think I've just accidentally been volunteered myself to set up yeah, the first yeah. European tech. Start up idea. But surely this should be a tech EU project. <laughs> but oh. no, I mean, think about it. Balderton are a very European VC by our very nature. If you, if we were a stick of rock and you cut us through the middle, it'll have Europe written all the way through. Uh, we invest in European founders predominantly. So there's a lot... Uh, 
a lot of similarities between how techie you work and how Bolton. I think in general, what journalists do, especially if you write about early stage startups or you invest in early stage startups, there's a lot of similarities. What, what do you look at when you want to decide if you're going to write a story about a startup? You look at the team, the quality of the team, the quality of the product, size of the market, is it an interesting space to be in, is it a big market? Uh, does the, it's kind of the same criteria that an investor would look at for early stage uh, investments. The only uh, difference is we write about it and we can forget about them. If all the time invest in a company and they're stuck with them for <laughs> five to ten years. We don't like to think of it as being stuck with them, just, <laughs> just to put that out there on record. Well, sometimes. The next, your next stop uh, this afternoon is at the Europas. Um, are, you, are you on any panels? Are you doing anything, presenting any awards? Yes, we're doing a panel on how to look at me, how to build relationships with journalists if you're a startup, which is something that often comes up because there are only so many journalists that write about startups compared to the amount of startups that are popping up all over Europe. So kind of explaining to startups how to do PR and how to give them some tips on how to, you know, increase their chances of getting covered by journalists. Um, so that's what I'll be doing. And I'll be also handing out an award. If you have one top tip to finish on, what would that be? Do something amazing. Because a journalist will write about you even if you don't want to be written about if you do something amazing. So that's where it, that's where it all starts and that's where it all ends. If you build something that has a huge impact, then people are going to write about it and talk about it. So if you find yourself as a, uh, an entrepreneur of a growing tech company, trying to struggle through writing a press release about not much, should you stop writing that press release? Never write a press release. You heard it here first. I'll write a blog post. The web's open. You can just start a blog. It takes one minute. And do you, you are genuinely responsive to that kind of stuff. A good blog, blog, yeah. a blog post, which I find sure. difficult to say. Someone tweets it to you. You give it a look. I have, I've read thousands of press releases in my career, and they all look the same. So why do you still need to write a press release? Why, do, why does every press release have to have, to have the words leading, um, award-winning, revolutionary, innovative? Why do these words even come up in press releases at all? Because we, certain, we certainly don't read them. We don't pay attention to that. Kind of what we care about is who you are, what you're building, what market you're attacking, who your competitors are. So that should be in your press release or blog post, not you know, the hyperbole. So if you're an award-winning, world-leading, uh, high-growth stage European tech startup, don't tell Robin Waters that stuff. He don't care. He wants, he wants to know what you're, what you're doing now, yes. why you're amazing. Well, you so, heard it here first. So